Hello and welcome to Stonk Club. My name's Ed. And I'm Jack. And uh, we're pretty much part-time investors, but we're um, looking to build up uh, our portfolios. Um, personally, my portfolio is being treated as a pension for the future, looking to basically maximise my ISAs and make a pretty penny, hopefully. Yeah, um, I think I'm. I think I'd probably describe myself as an honest investor. I I don't ever plan to know everything, but I feel like the lifestyle that I want, sort of now and also in the future, um, investing wisely in things in the stock market, given track records of growth and stuff, will put me in a position, you know, where I want to be in the future. Um, so there's sort of you know my portfolio is concerned with long term ambition. Uh, coupled with if I spot an opportunity I'll, I'll you know a calculated risk I, I wouldn't mind taking it and um, and seeing where that goes so it's a bit of a mix really there's the long term and the short term but ultimately it just it, it will give me a platform where I can you know live the life I want to lead as such um, and inevitably ends up inevitably ends up in making wrong decisions that's 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 how I see it that's, that's what's happened but we'll, we'll, we'll get there in the end and um, we wanted to start this podcast basically just to talk about what we're doing and hopefully join discussion with some of you guys into what you're up to and just basically keep an open discussion and just pick out things that we've seen trends that we're looking at stocks we're looking at and just basically just have a chat about about investing because it's it's certainly a lot easier when you're in it with other people um yeah and it can be a very daunting place particularly when you make your first loss Exactly. I think I think the the whole the stock market is like is alien to some people, and also it's it's scary, like you say. And I think the GameStop gener- generation, or what we've seen recently, has made it seem more real. But also, it has also highlighted where things can go wrong. I read as many articles online about people losing thousands of pounds than I did about people making millions. So it shows that it's not something to be laughed at. It's not gambling. It's not, you know, going to the the bookies and putting everything on red. It's different. Um, Not to say it's, you know, something that's super technical that you need years and years of experience in. I just think you need to approach it in the right mindset and the right way and read and learn as, as you would do with anything. If I wanted to, become a carpenter i wouldn't just take a piece of wood and chop it in half and say i've made a table i would take my time to understand what i need to do and how i should approach something i think it's the same with the stock market um and so i think yeah i think overall we are learning we'll always be learning you probably i guess people in the profession that i've heard about you know on podcasts they always say they're learning and i don't think we'd ever get to a position where we know everything but like you say time and learning and talking to other people and listening to other people's opinions, reading stuff can get you in a position where you might end up making good decisions. And I'm yet to find out what that feels like. So I'm sure games sort of cut later. Uh, yes. It was never, it was inevitable. It never like, like any mention of Argo blockchain, which, which in the future will contain a klaxon and, if the klaxon goes off, we we it's like a naughty klaxon. We can't talk about that because that was an experience that we both had that bit us in the arse. Argo blockchain is yeah, it's being it's being vetoed. It's um, like the in-betweeners with the Tara report. <laughs> it's yeah, we're we're not talking about that. 
unless it comes up. I'm sure Jack will talk about it because what I just did then. <laughs> you can't, can't go ten seconds without talking about. Can't it. go ten seconds without <laughs> thinking about that. No, um, it's fine. Gonna... We're on to bit. We're on to bigger and better things. Yeah, um, this is not just about Bitcoin. This is hopefully about a wider market. Uh, we're up to another plaques of a Bitcoin, really. <laughs> a lot of what you read is particularly with our generation. I mean, we're, like, we're, we're in our 20s. So as far as Just. the market's concerned, as far as the market's concerned, all we're dealing with is Tesla and Bitcoin. But it's, it's not what we're really into at all. So, yeah. anyway. so Jack, how's, uh, how's this week gone for you? I'll get there. So, so what we got, oh, 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 overall, what it's been a it's a <laughs> on on the markets. I mean, I, yeah, it's it's not gone well. Um, I think actually towards the end of last week, I was like, do you know what? Things are things are fine. Um, Rolls Royce and that were doing well, and I think if they do well, generally things are on the up. So I was quite optimistic, and then within four days, mid profits gone and. I was left wondering, yeah, where's where's all my profits gone, and uh, are we going back to back down another little dip? Um, it's just this, it's the sign of the times. It's the uncertainty, but it doesn't make it, it doesn't make for a nice general easing of things going up and down. It was just yeah, like I said, four days of just a downward spiral. I mean, I yeah, of course we're in very similar stock, so. Um... I had the same, but today was today was good. Um, picked back up another one and a half percent. Probably overall last week, I think I'm probably down about three or four percent. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I went back. I went, yeah, I went down three percent, like within like yeah, like three days, and it was just everything because, like I said, we're in the similar stuff, right? So it's like oil commodities. They just tank. I think it's when Boris said there could possibly be a third wave. Yeah. It's just, that's just like the biggest red flag to everyone because even if there isn't really a third wave, it's just like the unknowing and... And the travel, the travel thing. The travel thing on yeah. Monday when they were like, oh yeah, you know, you'll get fines and stuff. I think that put a lot of people off. It's quite, um, it's quite author- authoritarian, isn't it? It's, um, it's kind of a bit worrying. I mean, up till now, basically all the... the the coronavirus limitations have been pretty much kind of off your own back. I mean, of course, I've been going out, well, the police are going out and sort of disrupting parties and stuff. But a lot of the stuff, like you can't have your mum around and stuff, is all kind of like, is all like um, pretty much self governance, isn't it? So, yeah. And and the no holiday thing, everyone's just basically taking is red and the fact that you can't really get flights. But some people obviously coming out of the country, and then, but they're, they're kind of tracking down and you will get a five grand fine. But I mean, it's. What it's going to mean is that people are just going to pay a five grand fine if you're of that ilk, you know. Um, yeah. So like like people who take their kids out of school and pay the eight quid a day fine, which is probably cheaper to do that fine is to pay for extra, um, the extra money in the summer holidays kind of thing. So there's always been people who just pay their way around it. But um, as you say, it's stuff like that just just breeds more uncertainty, and the markets have not liked that. So. Um, so what what do you we, what do you think is going to happen? Give it all right. What no, that's a broad question. What do you? What is your gut instinct over the next like two months? I think I mean naturally as we head into April May, 
you've got um, look back to last year obviously numbers just sort of tanked really because suns died kind of more uv starts attacking the thing so obviously numbers are going down and the fact we're in lockdown um is going to help that i think you, you if you're going to see a, a resurgence again it won't be until september um yeah but you know it means i mean you've you've got almost like a a false sense of security thinking it's going to go back to normal as such but it's possible it's more than possible because once i think what they're mainly worried about is is the hospital numbers isn't it they don't really care how many people have got it as long as the hospitals aren't full yeah exactly there there isn't the excess deaths so theoretically with the um with the vaccine it should be a case of the hospitals aren't filling up you know as much the old people were okay with that they're dealing with it probably better at home they still get symptoms and stuff but i think it's cold i think it's i think we've always said that or there's been a a general agreement on the fact that if we get it to a level that's like the flu where a certain number of people every year get it and die which is very unfortunate but like life moves on and i think that obviously like you say with the um with the hospital situation if if they're overrun, then that has an impact on society in general, right? So if I have a car accident yeah. and I go to hospital and then the hospital's full, what happens? But yeah, with the vaccine and getting all of the, the, the vulnerable groups sorted, then it will go down to a level that exists in society and people unfortunately do get it, but it doesn't render society, it doesn't mean we have to stop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... So and I think it, at that point, when, when it starts to go in that direction, will will things like the markets just stop the up and down? It will be like, right, that's now life. Do you know what I mean? Once, like, once you've had sort of like three, four months of consistent trading, where like it doesn't it almost doesn't matter what the rules are. Just like say the markets don't like uncertainty, so they don't care what the rules are. They just want to know what the rules are, um, because then yeah. you can you can function around it. Um, well, that's where we saw the pickup in January or where was it February when he did the roadmap it was like okay everyone understands what's going on and there's a bit of certainty so we just kind of crack on yeah and the same just for Christmas as well wasn't it you know just post that the second lockdown I mean we had some really good days um out of the stocks beginning of Jan- uh, beginning of December sorry um as, as things sort of started to look more normal Christmas started to be talked about um despite the fact what actually happened at Christmas, you know, at the time, the, the news yeah. was like, well, once we, once we get that little, uh, little lockdown out of the way, it was meant to be like returning back to normal come January, February. So, yeah. um, so as soon as you get a little bit of good news and there's a set of rules laid out, the market looks to be okay. So yeah, I think, I think in that respect, I, st- I still, I st- yeah, I still think that, this dip that we've been in hasn't been a bad time to buy generally like even if we if we take all right rolls royce for example it's just dipped below what i paid for it but i don't think what i paid for it i don't think that represents a bad deal because i think still what i paid for it it will end up looking like a very good point in the market when you then reflect back on it in like nine twelve months time yeah, I mean, um, I, looking at yeah, I mean, yeah, what did you pay for Rolls Royce? You paid about one one oh eight. One oh eight. Okay, what was that? I mean, 
so it's good it's a good price doesn't matter doesn't matter really when you buy it as long as it is a good price if, if you were to sort of turn yeah. around and buy it at three quid then then yeah it might go up from that but it's not a good price so exactly yeah it, 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 you're never going to get like it, it at 108 it, it's that's a good price now where it goes you know if it went down to 50p again the 108 is still a good price comparative to where it, it should be where it will go so yeah um i think i think stuff like that you know it, it's good time to buy really and particularly when um you've got the, the you've got the tax year coming back around again there's gonna be a lot of money putting a lot of people putting a lot of money in beginning of april yeah um and I think right now it's a really good time to buy it. Like this next couple of weeks, particularly where there's been a little slump, you know, you just get get in, nick a couple of cheeky shares, job done. I think. Yeah, and that's you know that's I'm looking at National Grid. That's up to nearly eight sixty. Is it? And so she was you down know, to eight eighty, eight hundred, wasn't she? She's down to. I think it, it went as low as eight ten on the eighteenth of March. Still, it's, you see, that's another one. It's another one. It's a good price. It's, it's. I still think eight sixty is good, but oh yeah, yeah, eight sixty is a good price. I mean, we're, we're, you're looking at what a price target around the the ten quid mark. So, uh, and you know, national grid is just it's one of those ones you don't really look at for uh, as it being a growth stock. You look at it as being a compounding. Um, like it pays a very good dividend. It's a very it's quite a strong dividend. What what is the dividend yield on it? Three percent. Is yeah, it? I think it's a bit more than that, isn't it? It's just um. Let's have a quick look up. It's it is. Uh, Wait, they pay. Uh, last year they paid fifty p. This year let's be confirmed. We're just below fifty p. Yet to be confirmed. So yeah, it's about it's about it's about six percent. That's pretty which, good. Um, for for you, something like you say, it's never going to go like. Yeah, it's it's not going to disappear overnight. And I think no. if you look at them, if you look at the all time graph, it starts off at about two fifty, and it just consistently rises, dips a bit, rises, dips a bit, rises again. And I mean, I, it I gets think... to a point where it's worth it's worth what it's worth to a point, isn't it? You know, it yeah. was, it's been, it, before it's been slightly undervalued. Currently, now it's probably slightly undervalued to where it actually is. But I mean, you, you compare it to a stock like Tesla, which is like massively over. Um, overpriced. It's massively overvalued. You, um, I mean, yes, you you could have made a few quid on it, and right now it's, uh, uh, you know, it's still quite a high price. But it's you're valuing that company, for instance, Tesla, as being the like the, the highest priced market cap car manufacturer in the world. Well, like, it it's not it went beyond Toyota. Touch. Yeah, it's, it's like not a touch on Toyota. You know, yeah. in terms of the actual company's worth, I mean, like the actual nuts and bolts for all the infrastructure and stuff like that. So that's massively overpriced, in my opinion. You know, um, and but I look at National Grid, I think that's massively underpriced. So I think now is it's just a good price. You know, it does it may dip down, may, but it, it will come. It will come good. I mean, we're not. Uh, I mean, us two, we're not in the in the market for a quick bug. You know, we're 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 trying to portfolio build and and um, look for compounding. So it's stuff like that. It's just for me, it's just a pile in free yeah. money. Yeah, I think yeah, like that or Rio Tinto is what is what on yeah. on Friday when payday comes around. It's that's the point. <laughs> that that's the point where I'm like, right, one of those old two, payday, and it will <laughs> and it will um, 
it will. I think Friday, if National Grid, let's say, it suddenly surged to nine fifty overnight, I wouldn't pay it because I feel like there's that that you know. But if on Friday it stays where it is, then I'd probably happily pay it, and we'll see where it goes. Um, same said be Rio Tinto. If that fell to like four thousand five hundred on Friday, I'd snap it up. <laughs> but I mean, where the, I mean, where that is now, it's kind of five five. I think so. I still think that's undervalued because that's probably got what a price target of seven billion. Yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't quite recovered to where I mean, pre Rona, it was up. It, it was, um, I just got it was about the 5,000 looking pre It's done really well during Rona, it's um, but it's what, dropped Rio? off a hell of a lot. Yeah, it's dropped a hell of a lot since the ex dividend date, and they also had that they've had a change of management at the top, but that'll settle. Mate, I think the whole commodities, everything, commodities has dropped. I've got a list. Yeah. Anglo-American, BHP, Fresnelo, Glencore, Rio Tinto. And I set that up about three weeks ago, and I'm down overall on that 5%. Yeah. And I, I think uh, the, whole, the whole commodities market has fallen over the last, yeah, few weeks. I can't, I don't know why, but I think maybe it's because it went, oh, we've hit quite a big high. Because maybe, Wait, maybe with, ro- maybe with future coro- demand and stuff. Yeah, maybe with coronavirus, commodities were seen as a safe haven for your money. So they just pu- people piled in, and now they're going. Oh, things might open up, so they take the money out. I think we'll, we'll see when you when factories start you start opening up and things like that. Um, they're going to need commodities. They're going to need um, raw materials, um, and also where there's a massive drive on infrastructure for things like electric cars and stuff like that that's going to need a lot of raw materials. So the, there was a drive on that, and that's kind of where you saw the price increase come from, particularly where company, companies had to restructure. They've taken this, taken the whole coronavirus thing as a watershed moment to go, right, okay, what is actually making money in our company? How can we readdress things? I mean, they've literally sent, most companies have sent all their staff home. So you can change the company around, and bring them back into to a whole new system without actually upsetting anyone. Yeah. So I think, but now obviously with the uncertainty that we we're talking about earlier, that's kind of chucked everything up in the air a bit and people probably taking a bit of a profit that they've made, made in yeah. the last you know, six, seven months. And once something starts falling, you know, there's a little bit of adds to the uncertainty. Yeah. So it's like, um, a, it's a perfect but, storm, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. the share price, you know, went over 6,000. It almost, it was like 6.2 at one point, 6.3, wasn't it? And then, yeah, there's a bit, had a bit of uncertainty and the people who have made the money go, I'm, I'll take my profit now. I've, you know, I've made 20%. So then they take it and then things just snowball. And then within two weeks, yeah, you're looking at a different perspective. But I think for the pair of us, it presents a buying opportunity. Because, yeah, definitely. you know, like... We're any long-term investor. Yeah, exactly. Um, e- well, even, I think even, Ed, to, a, to someone who wants to make a quick buck, if you look at where it's been and where it is now, if you put in enough, you would, if it went from where it is 5.5 five to 6.5, that's a decent yeah, That's a decent return. That's more than 10%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you were to put, you know, if you put 20 grand in there, you're looking at a few grand. Um, and so I think even for people like that, it's a good opportunity. So I think it's like, it's a, it's just a good time in general and you need that. And that's the thing you need to be aware of what's a good time long-term, but also what's just a good time generally. I think if you look at stuff like 
spread betting and CFDs and stuff, you'd, 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 you know, there'd be, it's quite a lot, there's going to be quite a lot of fluctuations in these prices, but the trend will be up over the next six to eight months, you know, um, as we, as we get towards Christmas 2021, you know, um, so, I mean, day to day, you could get some very big fluctuations. So if you were spread betting, you could actually use quite a bit of money on it. But I say, if you're, if you're buying the shares, sticking them in for, I think, yeah, you're right, you're short to medium term, sort of talking six to eight months, then you're going to do quite well out of it. In the short, in the longer term, you've got um, a good dividend. If you buy, buy now, you're going to get, I mean, they just paid out a special dividend rate in terms of, um, yeah. for instance, they've got so much cash in the bank that they're giving out special dividends. You can get, I mean, we're going to touch 10% where it's so cheap, the, the stock price, you're going to touch 10% this year just on the dividends. So forget any growth, you know, because it's a cheap share, it's free money, it's 10% just for having it for a year, you know, um, yeah. plus the growth. I mean, you could chuck in an extra, easily chuck in another 10% growth on there maybe even 20 to 30 i mean you'd like you'd like to think no you'd like to think it's got legs I, I definitely think it's got legs i mean it's it, it's one of those companies that you know they it, it's just they, they they have dominated the, the the market for so long you know they they've pretty much got monopolies and half the things you know and i say where infrastructure is being updated all around the world for things like you know, electrical circuits like national grid type things copper is just going to be needed so much relating to well into their copper um it's just for me it's no-brainer yeah and i think that going back to what you just said about the electric thing i think that's where national grid are okay for the long term because if you think about electric cars where are those where's that network going to come from yeah yeah. It's, 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 it's no mean like mean feat you know it's a huge undertaking to, to basically overhaul the whole of society. I mean, it's easier in, in, in newer age cities, like, for instance, places like Dubai and stuff, where there isn't, there isn't years and years of, of uh, infrastructure already in place. But somewhere like London take, or, you know, or Paris, or somewhere like the big sort of, of European cities, you can't just go digging those places up because oh, no. you know, you've got things like you've got things like the tube systems there. You've got loads of old um, sewage systems. You you know it, it's a huge thing. I mean, and and like and lot, a lot of those things are on the macro scale. I mean, like the, those tunnels and stuff around London that aren't just for the tube are huge. You know, so you can't just go digging up to go and put a bloody get the cable through it. You know, <laughs> it's just it's just not possible. So it's like, it's going to be like really quite difficult in some of the cities but so some of the newer cities is a lot easier but uh, it's, it's funny it's, no mean feat. it's funny we speak about this because i spoke about this with one of my mates earlier um and we I, I see the biggest problem is the the network the actual infrastructure right like you say yeah. dig, digging up cities but also it takes me a minute to fill up my car yeah it cannot it will not for a long time take a minute to charge an ent- entire battery for an electric car. So then you've got to think of an alternative system. Well, that could be a way of you take the battery out and then you replace it with another battery, but then you've got to be charging those batteries up and the batteries, you know, you need to do it in efficient, quick manners and stuff like that. So I think the problem for people at the moment is not the electric car and not the fact they can, they can 
charge it like overnight. It's well, if I want to drive from York to Southampton, where do I stop yeah. on the way? How long is it going to take me to charge it? What do I do with that extra time? And how much is it going to cost me? And all that stuff. So that's like the biggest hurdle. Um, and you know that that's, a, and that's like you say, it's a huge hurdle to get over. And then you imagine that in a city, you're in a traffic jam. And you're going, oh, well, the next charging point is, is ages away, you know, and what, what do I do? It runs out of steam. You can't just run to a petrol station and get a can of petrol, run back and tip it in. You, you've got to, what do you do? <laughs> I think you're right. So in the world, it's a need, it's a need raw materials. So, so, so that's just, when, yeah, exactly. It just comes back in. Yeah, it's where you, you, you pile back into Rio. Every, every, what is it? Every, What's that famous phrase? It's like every street leads to Rome or something, isn't it? Every every street leads to Rio, allegedly. <laughs> I mean, for me right now, I just like, I it's one of my growth stocks. We're definitely just commodities in general. I'm mean, looking at Anglo-American, looking at um, BHP. I mean, looking at, at, at like smaller mining companies. Like we, we found that one, didn't we? There was the Chinese one mining uh, things like tungsten and stuff. <laughs> Um, it, tungsten yeah but it, 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 it's all stuff that actually is like really quite finite you know you, you can't just you, you can't just dig up anywhere yeah <laughs> I, stuff. I think the one that I found the other day was the Pan-African mining company or something Pan-African resources and it rocketed overnight and I was like well, what's happened there and it, it was something to do with somewhere in Africa struck gold so then basically everyone assumed that everywhere in Africa had gold <laughs> so then people piled in and then they went oh actually they've got nothing I, what you see you, you are seeing a lot right now of um, people who are just new to the market and there's a lot of I mean, look at GameStop, for instance. Yeah, that was just a bunch of kids on the internet, effectively. Well, it's what they, it's what they, it's the, they call it now—the GameStop generation. Yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of these investors out there that are like, you know, trying to um, find their way in the market, and some they come across these Reddit loops and uh, leads and stuff like that, and they they're just piling into things almost blindly, but. The thing is, because there's so many of them, they almost can't go wrong. Yeah, exactly. There's so many of these things behind them. It's not until the last person in that has a problem, you know. Yeah, but that's the thing, mate. It's no one knows who that last person's going to be, not even the last person, because it's like if a shop shuts at five, you know that that shop, if you're the last person in that shop and then it shuts at five, you can definitively say I'm the last person. Yeah, and and the person outside who doesn't get in, they miss out and they accept it. The stock market and all that stuff, you know, it's never going to end. So, and, and, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, I could pile in tomorrow, and then you could pile in the next day, and then I could go back in on the next day, and, and it could go finite. And then until you get to that point where it peaks, no one knows where that peak is, but at some point it will be, and you could be that last person. So it's it's the battle between the fear of missing out. And then the fear of being that last person through the door at the worst possible price. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? GameStop at three forty, please. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> or or, some, or something like Hurricane Energy at three p. I don't know. <laughs> something silly like that. Who'd do that? Yeah, who'd, go into, who'd go into Hurricane on a on a on a punt? Um, on an absolute, <laughs> on, on absolute whim, watch it, watch it, watch it go randomly from three p to to nothing. 
for everyone um, who is wondering what the hell is Hurricane, we went into Hurricane at 3p because it's a stock that's actually trading at quite high prices at times, but they had some really bad news. I mean, really, really bad news. So like, it was almost the point where it could cripple their company to the, to the point of bankruptcy. But we, so the price hit the floor. It went on to 2p. And we were watching it going, I've, I've known this stock for a little while. We are watching it going, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Is it going to go bust? And then it started to creep up. So we put in, I think we put in about 100 quid, didn't we? Um, it was something, something it was trivial. 3p. Yeah, because it's 3p. But we worked out, if it goes back to where it used to be, yeah, we're balling <laughs> because you know, it can it can go up um, like ten thousand percent in no time at all. So but if, if um, you look at it, the fifty week fifty two week high was sixteen and a half p, and the fifty two week low was two p. So yeah, that Even went back to sixteen p. That represents a what is that? I'm not good with math. That's like eight hundred percent. Eight hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Who's who's a chartered accountant? Not me. Um, <laughs> That represents an eight hundred percent increase. So if you've got hundred quid, is that eight grand or is that eighty eighty grand? No, it's eight 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 hundred quid. No, so, yeah. if you've got a hundred yeah. pounds and it goes up eight hundred percent, that's eight eight hundred quid. It's times eight, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> With the chartered accountant, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> No, I'm not. Lies. <laughs> can, I, can I tell a story about you thinking that Lloyd's paid out 153%? No. That, that's for it. That's, <laughs> no, it was late. I was tired. I don't know. Between 0.53p and 0.53 pounds and thought a stock <sighs> that traded at 37p traded actually it gave out a 57p dividend. No. <laughs> It was t- I was late. It was tired. I was tired. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Strong. So, where, what happens now? Well, I assume... Well, no, I don't assume. I don't assume anything anymore with the stock market. I, th- I think we're going to have a mixed few, few weeks. And then I think when things open up on the, 11th, on the 12th, you'll get a bit of a boost. And then I think it's going to be choppy waters until, until basically... I think we might see a bit of a rise before the twelfth. I think. I think. I mean, today was a good sign. I think there's, the chat about a third wave's kind of petered out. Actually, the whole thing, the whole thing around AstraZeneca being not being accepted by other countries is kind of buggered off. Um, it. I think we're going to see a better week this week. I hope so. Anyway, I really hope so because, you know, we're. <laughs> Man's got to make some money. Yeah, you're telling me. Um, <laughs> Christ, got recoup some losses. I mean, but I mean, we're still, I'm still in profit overall, obviously. But yeah, on just, yeah. just. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is that I there have been a few things that you make, you make a bit of money on, and then you take it out and you reinvest it elsewhere. So this is what I said to you: it's you that that those reinvestments aren't because because we use you know an app that shows you. Where you are on, you know, live. Well, your current, current. But it doesn't. Um, it doesn't. Yeah, your yeah it doesn't. Dis- it doesn't sort of give you your overall lifetime gain. So you have to remember what you put in. You remember, um, you know, which... let's say you put in ten grand and that doubles to twenty grand, and wow, you've made a lot of money. So you go, great, okay. 
you invest that 20 grand and then the next day you've lost two grand, it will tell you at the top of your app, you're, you're down, you know, two grand. Two grand um, when in theory you're up eight grand. So that's... Yeah, that, I think you focus on that number too much. That's what I... That's why, you know, it's, it's a source of much depression. Yes, but no. The thing is, the thing is, something that caught me at the start with being too was caring too much about it going up and down in the short term. No one, no mm. one likes to see volatility, and no one likes to lose, lose in brackets, commas, lose their money. But, as I pointed out to you, obviously, like what you got to remember is graphs don't go in straight lines; they go in. You just got to look at trends. Yeah, and and the, a, a daily fluctuation does not represent. A yearly trend yeah. at all, um, and you can have a stock that loses twenty percent a day potentially, and still be on trend to, to make an upward trend. Well, the thing I, I think, think something... the thing is, if you look at the last year, you imagine this time last year the markets were at the floor, and now they're back to where they were. So it's kind of like, well, it does go full cycle. You just got to ride. You just got to ride the wave. Okay, so now we move on to our buy, hold, sell. This week for me. I think my buy is going to have to be National Grid. And we talked about it earlier, but we, I think it's just a really, really good price right now. Um, I definitely think it's got room to go up. But for me, it's, it's long, long-term long compounding dividends are just a no-brainer. My hold, um, I'm a hold BP. It's dropped down a lot. And I'm chucking to that shell as well. They've gone down a lot, but they're... It's only a short-term drop, so that they will recover. Just so, despite the fact they might be in your in your portfolio dropping, hold on to them. And my sell, I think definitely, I think the things like Cineworld, and I'm gonna pick out Cineworld on this. I think they've actually reached their peak for this year. I don't, I don't think that now. The, now the news is coming out what we're going to do even that they've reached the top of their price so sell things like Cine World and the, the, the entertainment physical entertainment industry I think has definitely reached the top there's no more speculation to be had there Jack what are, you, what are your buy hold sales this week well before, before I go into that I think um, yeah you make a good argument on all of them so at the risk of being boring uh, my buy is National Grid. It's been on my mind for weeks now. I saw it at eight ten. I I think anything anything around eight fifty is cheap or a good price. Um, so that would be yeah for all the reasons you gave more. I think that's the one to go for. Hold will probably be for me ASOS. That's something that I considered selling, but I think after talking to you and also thinking about the seasonal change. So we're going from Chris, we're going from like winter into spring. So there's always going to be a bit of a fashion movement. Um, and also, you know, continued lockdown and restrictions, even when the shops open up, people won't flood back. I don't think to things like that. Cause they can't try clothes on in the shop, in the shop. So that's the hold. Cause I think that's still got legs sell. Potentially. Potentially hive if that gets to where it was. So if I can get back to breaking even and if I make a bit of a profit, that would be one to go because I'm not sure globally whether or not we are over this pandemic. And 
Hive is a global company with global events. And I think that's going to take a long time to get back to where it was. Not saying that it wouldn't, but I think it will. So I feel like that would be one that I'm not sure whether I want the 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 exposure to such a such an uncertain landscape in, in one of my major stocks. So I'd probably sell that if it got back to sort of where it was, but it doesn't look like it's gonna happen anytime soon. So I guess I'm keeping it. <laughs> I suppose not too high, but I thought you know um they're quite heavily involved in China and America. Um both those countries don't seem to give a, a hoot about having actual strict lockdowns. So, but I think you're right though, you, 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 events aren't going to be events as they were. So yeah, Hive, yeah, you probably probably right, want to sell. So I certainly not want to buy just yet. God no. Um, no. I mean... So thank you very much for joining us this week. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Both are at stonk underscore club. And we're also on Facebook, just search Stonk Club and DM us with your questions and any points you'd like to make. And we're, as I say, we're just starting out on this podcast. Join us on our journey and invite your friends. See you next week. Bye.